0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. You're listening to Missionaries for Christ, Word of Faith Church. This is the hour uh, of Bible class. Amen. Good evening to everybody.
1: Good
0: evening. Amen, amen. Um, it sounds like somebody's there, but they're not coming through. Amen. One more time. Good evening to everybody. All right. I believe we have Sister Ann on. Yes. All right. Amen. Let us begin with a word of prayer. God, our Father, we come on this morning, this afternoon, just to say thank you. Thank you, God, for allowing us this opportunity, Father God, to have Bible class. Thank you, God, for all those that have gathered together, Father God. Pray, God, that something be said that will bless our hearts, Father God, that will allow us to serve you better. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. All right. So, we are beginning a new study on tonight, Um, not so much as a new study, but a refresher course. Pastor Lena will be teaching for the next few weeks on praise and worship. Amen. Amen. So, as she gets prepared, she will be the next speaking voice.
1: Amen. Amen. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Um, good evening. Uh, I am excited as always. It is now time that we teach the Word of God or we refresh ourselves with the Word of God. Um, I thank God that we've experienced our healing. We've studied healing. So we are now healed from our infirmities. We're healed from emotional issues. We're healed from all types of physical uh, illnesses. We're all walking in our healing. Amen? And so as we Amen. are walking in our healing, um, we are... Empowered, and we should have strength now to uh, get to a better place in our praise and worship. Um, I'm asking you to open your Bibles. We're going to be studying out of the Book of Psalms, Psalms 100. As a matter of fact, um, I think it was our our um, scripture for the month, our responsive reading for the month, which is um, Psalms 100. And it simply says, um, "Hold on." I had it open and I lost it. All right. Psalms 100 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. And so we're just going to simply for the next few weeks be looking at this particular psalm as our base, as we um, now begin to um, be more uh, intentional in our praise and worship. One thing about praise and worship, praise and worship is not just something that uh, we should be doing. On Sunday morning when we come together as a congregation, praise and worship is something that we should also do in our private time, in our alone time when we're um, spending time with the Lord. uh, We should not only just pray, um, making our requests unto him, but we should also praise and worship him during that time. Um, I'm going to start with a simple definition for each, both praise and worship. And if I'm going too fast, let me know so I can slow down because, you know, I have a tendency to be a little bit overly excited.
2: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: When we look at the word praise, praise is an expression of a heartfelt gratitude and thanksgiving to God. Okay? Praise is simply an expression of a heartfelt gratitude and thanksgiving to God, and we normally praise Him for what He has done for us. Um, it is it is a physical and vocal expression of our sincere appreciation. So when we think about it, um, taking the focus off praising God, often we praise our, our children, we praise our family members, we praise other people when we uh, verbally let them know how much we like something about them how well they're doing in a particular area. We speak well of them. We express our admiration. We compliment. We commend. We congratulate. Those are all forms of praise. When it comes to God, we uh, when we're praising God, and, and especially on Sunday morning when we're in praise and worship, we're speaking well of him. We're saying how good he is and how marvelous he is and how wonderful he is. We are Speaking well of him, we are complimenting him on what he has already um, demonstrated to each one of us personally in our lives. Um, one thing about praise and worship, praise and worship is something that occurs through relationship. A lot of times we don't necessarily um, praise those that we're not necessarily in relationship with. So when it comes to the Lord, we really need to be in relationship in order to be able to appreciate the things that he does for us. You think about people who um, are chronic complainers about the sun, the, uh, the weather is too cold, it's too hot. Oh, my goodness, why is this happening? Here we go. Every time you turn around, people that are often chronic complainers um, often don't have uh, that relationship to know how to appreciate the rain, how to appreciate the snow, how to appreciate the cold, understanding that all these things happen because God, the creator, allows them to happen. Um, and so instead they, they complain. So when you're not in a relationship, you don't learn how to appreciate things that others find as a negative or find as um, something that will cause them to be uncomfortable. It's important for us as believers that we um, remove ourselves from that type of of thinking so that we can learn to appreciate every season of our lives. That's why David could praise God and worship God when he was in bad situations. That's why when the Hebrew boys were uh, in their uh, poor predicament, they could still worship and praise God. They can declare that no matter what they're facing they're going to still trust God when you're in a relationship you can get to those kind of points a lot of times when you're not in a relationship you can't tolerate you can't when you get you, know, you get in a bad situation you just want to get out of that situation I'm reminded of even in relationships with other human beings you wonder why um, sometimes people stay in bad relationships they can tolerate those bad relationships because they're in relationship with that individual Um, And so it's easy. When we're in relationship with God, we can tolerate the things that he allowed to happen in our lives, even if there are things that we have contributed to them occurring. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's look at the word worship. All right. Let's look at the word worship. Worship is the highest form of praise. Worship simply means going beyond the thought of all his wonderful blessings um, to us. We are expressing our admiration and we're commending God himself for his person, his character, his attributes, and his perfection. We are ministering to God for who he is and not, for what he has done for us. So when we get to worship, we're going past thinking about the things that he has done. We're just thinking about the awe of who he is. We are expressing reverence for him. We are expressing a sense of uh, amazement. Because we're truly amazed if you just really think about all that God does. You are truly, I am truly amazed at the things that he does and how he manages um, to keep things um, in perspective. Um, when we look at worship, worship is a feeling of deep respect, okay? Um, it's a good place to esteem and to um, you worship, I'm sorry, to esteem the worth of God, you know, considering that he is God. I mean, just think about the earth turns every day on its axis, and none of us are dizzy or, or drunk from it. You know, we are able to still maneuver upon this earth while the earth is rotating. You know, that's an awe. Oh, that's an amazing thing. Uh, no human being could ever do that, but God, you know, he keeps us even in times when we don't even know that we're being kept. You know, we, he's amazing. You know, he's a, he's a wonder, as a, the songwriter say, he's a wonder. And so we have to learn to get ourselves in a predicament, in a position where we are, Praising God and we are worshiping God in our private time. And when we do it in our private time, when we get into the public, it is easy to worship and praise. It's not a task, it's not a chore. So you can uh, enter into the gates with Thanksgiving. When you come into the worship service, you are already ready to worship. Even if you didn't do it before you got to church that morning, if you're doing it throughout the course of the week, here and there, spending some time in worship and pray, you still, when you get there on Sunday morning, you can worship and pray. Mm-hmm. And it's not a task. Um, sometimes I, I've been in worship services where I worship, the pre-part of the service and we're in worship, and I've heard people mumbling and grumbling, like, oh, my God, when are they going to get through? Oh, it's taking too long. This is too much. And they're mumbling and grumbling and complaining because to be in worship is a task for them. Well, it's probably a task for them because they have not done it prior to this time. So now it's a chore. And I just want you all to hurry up and get finished singing all these songs. You know, and sometimes when you get into worship and you begin to sing certain songs, they, they begin to really move on your heart because you really begin to think about how awesome God is in your own life. You know, it's like, I know he brought me back from the dead. I know he saved me. From uh, getting that bullet when I it was right in my place, I know it was him. You know, and you get into a special place because you, and you begin to just really um, be uh, emotionally or or really just overly um, excited about God. And so somebody else who, who hasn't has, hasn't spent any time with God or is not in that place of worship, they like, I wish you would hurry up because this is just too much. But they don't even understand the magnitude or the level of 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 grace that you are you acknowledging that God has given unto you. Amen. And so it's important Amen. for us to, to work on it. And I, I believe that because we have um experienced our healing, we understand healing and we're walking in our healing, we can now begin to worship and praise God more freely. Amen. We're Amen. not handicapped by the things that had us bound. So sometimes we can be bound and don't realize we're bound because we don't even understand uh, what we're facing. But then when we learn the word of God, we are empowered, we're encouraged, and we're able to recognize things that have us bound, and we can allow ourselves to be relieved of those things. Amen. Yes, amen.
0: Amen. I think David is a great person to study on how, how to praise and worship God. Um, after all, David experienced a lot, um, his ups and his downs, his trials, his tribulations, his good times and his bad times, and David, David was one that always um, took time to give God his due. Um, praise and worship, um, even even to the fact that he praised him. The Bible said until his clothes fell off. Amen. Um, that, that that's 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 a personal time that he he was spend he spent with the Lord. And we as, as you as you as you're teaching, we have to understand um, who God really is to us. Um I think you that's what you're saying um once once we understand who god is to us, that makes it easier for us to give him worship to for us to give him praise um the fact that we think about who he is to us um should should drop some praise in our on our lips um the the fact that we we think about what he's done for us should put praise on our lips and who he is to us should put worship in our on our lips and in our hearts. Amen. 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 Um, Amen. matter of fact, as, as you were talking and I'm I'm so to be through, I'm gonna get it out time. get out your way 'cause I know you got a lot to say. Um um as you, you were talking about people um praising people mm-hmm. whom they have relationship with um the fact of the matter is we praise people who we don't have a relationship with. Um in sports, people people praise LeBron James, people praise Michael Jordan, they worship Michael Jordan and LeBron James and Kobe Bryant for the things that they do, have done in basketball. And um I can use my little brother as an example. Um you over you, you, you start you put a dime in him and he could tell you all about Michael Jordan's stats. Um, because he studied and he and he understand what Michael Jordan have done. Same way with us, we ought to be able to be that way with God. People say, say something and drop a dime in us and we ought to be able to worship God on on on, on that on that note. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Pastor, for chiming in on um, When we praise God, um, we pray, praise is like talking or singing about God, how wonderful he is and what he has done for us. But when we worship God, it's a little bit different. When we worship God, we, first we must worship him in spirit and in truth, and we must allow the Lord to search our, the inner parts of our heart. Okay, it, it's a deep thing. It, it's a it's a hard thing. Um, as believers, we should we all should have had a heart transfusion. Anyway, our hearts should be changed from the old stony way that we were before we were believers, and it should be uh, cultivated into a more loving manner where we're more connected with the Father. Um, I think it's John um, four and twenty four that says. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Um, It's a true thing. It's like when we, I think when we get to worship, I want to say that we're in a place of being honest and on a whole other level, you know, just, I mean, a a very sincere level of honesty because it's a spiritual thing, and you're worshiping God, and you you have to be honest because he already knows. <laughs> so, you can't fool it. You can't, you know, make up. Oh, so, I'm just so stupid. He, he knows, you know, where you are. He knows where your heart is. So, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. And we must be, have an attitude in our heart of gratitude, a, a attitude of love for our Creator and what He has done for us and how He has kept us. Amen.
2: Amen. 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 If we
1: look at Proverbs 20 and 7, it says, The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. Um, again, knowing that God knows our heart. he, he He's he's well aware, and we, we can't fool him, so we have to be sincere about it. And I just believe that if we, um, again, going back to if we do it before we get to church on Sunday, When we get to church on Sunday, the level of sincerity will be there because it's a practice. It's a practice. It's a practice. It's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you do on a regular basis, it it becomes naturally a part of you. So when we get to worship service, when we get to, and not not just our worship service, any worship service that you may uh, partake in when you're there, you're you're already ready. Your heart is ready to uh, maneuver into and become a part of the worship experience because, is natural. Amen. 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 Um, because we cannot um, worship God in the flesh, it is important that we cleanse ourselves of fleshly thoughts and evil so that our spirit can worship God. So, you know, we have to um, work on things that we think about. Sometimes we, as human beings, we have some thoughts that are not good, that are not positive and or productive, and we have to get that stuff out of our mind. Um, I know, like, as ministers, before we prepare, we get ready to go uh, before the Lord to minister to the people, we have to have our heart, our minds right. We have to have our thoughts clear about and focus more on what God is doing. I remember when we were on um, 79th Street went of Ashland um, we used to get to church early, and before service started, I would go through the sanctuary and I would just pray and um, ask the Holy Spirit to come in even before the people got there um, had an atmosphere set for worship so that when we get there it's easier to just fall into place um to fall into a worshipping um attitude, um, and with that, for me personally, it would also help me to have my mind in the right place, have my heart in a good place, because um, it's very easy to come in with, with distorted thoughts. It's very easy to come in angry or upset because things happen on your way or before you left home or you somebody called you or something happened and, and got your mind all um, messed up with some other things of the world. You know, and so we have to get our hearts and our mind in the right place for worship. Um, I'm sure that when we're in our private time, it's easier to do because you're in your private time. You can you eliminating everybody else. You you shutting everything and everybody else out. But then when we come into, we have to leave our homes and go to the place of worship. Then it a lot of things can happen between home and and getting to that place. And so, therefore, we have to prepare our minds and our hearts and have a clear. Of feeling so that we can hear from God and we can receive that which God has for us. Amen. Amen. So as Amen. we look at Psalm 100, it opens up with "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord." And I like to deal with it from the Message Bible. It says, "On your feet now and applaud God. This is praise. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into His presence." So in this psalm, it's already telling us already. Out with praise. Get on your feet. Be ready. You know, don't come in uh, uh, sour. Don't come. Don't start your your praise with attitude. Get on your feet. Uh, applaud. Clapping your hands. Um, God and bring a gift of laughter. Bring joy. Um, be willing to be the life of the party. You're in a party, and this party is just you and the Lord. Be willing to <laughs> entertain him. Be willing to make him. Happy. That song that we say, we want him, want him to be happy with our praise. Be willing to go for as far as you have to go because one thing we can reassure is that God is going to do all he can for us. And he's never going to fail us. Even if doing all he can for us means that sometimes we have to go through a dark place to get to the light, God's going to do it. And while we're in the dark place, he's going to keep us. So why not give a gift back to somebody who's giving you a great gift? Amen? You know, why not give your best to somebody who's giving you more far beyond anything you could give? You know, I think about giving gifts at a party. Uh, It's somebody's birthday, you know, I don't want to go to the Dollar Mm -hmm. Tree and get a gift. If it's somebody that I love and care about, I want to be able to buy them a gift that is worthy of who they are. And what they mean to me. Amen? Um, Amen. Just um, yesterday was my son-in-law's birthday. And uh, my, my he's a little challenging to, to shop for because he's a person who just buys everything that he wants for himself. So when you have people like that, they're a little hard to shop for. And so um, I asked my daughter, I said, what is it that, you know, he would like? And so she told me what he liked. And she, she said some socks. I said, five. so I went to the store. I didn't buy just socks. I bought socks and the matching hat. And last night when he went out to with, with uh Dad after church, he had his hat on because he was happy about it. When Dad came home and told me that he had the hat on, my heart was happy. Why? Because I gave him something that made him feel good. I made gave him something that made him happy. Well, if I'm going to make my son-in-law happy and he's just a man on earth, I'm going to do far and beyond to make God happy. Because God does a whole lot more for me than my son-in-law could ever imagine. He's doing things for me that that don't nobody else know he's doing for me but me and him. Amen. And so Mm -hmm. we have to get on our feet. We got to applaud God, and we got to bring him a good gift. And the gift Mm. is us, our praise. You know, our, our love for him, our excitement, you know, and we speak well of him, how good he is, how wonderful he is, how much we admire him. We compliment his good works, you know, not just thinking about his good works in our lives, just think about his good works in the earth. You know, how um, one part of the, the world is having fires and the other part of the world is not. You know, God is good. He didn't allow that to happen for us. He didn't allow that to happen in our region. Uh, Command him, congratulate him on all that he does for us. And as believers, we got to get ourselves in that place. We always want things from God. Is anybody that don't ever want anything from God? I always want want, want him to wake me up. I always want him to allow me to breathe. I always want them to allow my, I mean, I ain't talking about asking for no money, no car, no house. I'm just talking about things that's going to keep me on top of the earth. Amen. I always want to be able to breathe Amen. in and breathe out on my own, you know, things that we take for granted. There are people they the are people oxygen, oxygen machines. These are things that we take for granted. So we all always want something from God. So now we have to learn how to give back to him. And he's not asking us for uh, our money. We ain't got to go and, and rob no bank to give him. He's just simply asking for our praise and then our worship. You know, that's not, we were created just for that purpose. You know, and so in every, every area of our life, we should be able to give that back to him. Amen. 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 Um, so that's verses one and two. Verse 3 goes on and said, know this, God is God, and God is God. He made us, we didn't make him. We are his people, his well-tendered sheep. He takes care of us. He made us. You know, um, there's a verse of scripture that says, what, I, what is man, that thou art made him of just a little lower than the angels? He made us. He created us. He breathed into us his spirit. Okay? So even as as you and I are as parents, you know, as a parent, you feel good when your kids acknowledge uh, something that you've done in their life that's been a blessing or been good to them. You know, um, sometimes I, I ear hustle and I listen to my kids talk, and when I hear them say, you know, mama did such and such or daddy did such and such, my chest kind of gets stuck out. I feel a little proud, you know, uh, for the way you know, that I've done something that has made them happy as adults now that I did for them as children. So just imagine, if your chest stick out when your kids are somewhere complimenting you, how much more our daddy's chest stick out when we compliment him, you know? How much more does he smile and, 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 and is happy with us when we're able to, to give him um, reverence, when we're able to commend him, when we're able to, to extol him, when we're able to express our ad- admiration for him, how much more does his chest stick out? Amen. I don't know about you, but I Amen. want to make God proud. You know, um, we, have some, we have some areas of our lives that, that are just those areas that we have to work on. But for the most part, as much as we possibly can, we should seek to make God proud of us. We seek to make him happy. We work hard to please man, but we don't. You know, man really don't have a lot to offer you as much as God can. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: When we look at, um, again, when we look at praise, we have a few uh, people in the Bible that we can discuss who were very good examples of praise. Pastor already mentioned David. And David was a man who knew how to give God praise. He let his words of exhortation draw us to the middle of what the Holy Spirit is doing today in restoration of true worship in his church. We've got to a point, and, and the church is kind of suffering um, because we, we might have a lot of praise going on, but I don't know if we have a, quite enough worship going for it. 'Cause a lot of times we don't quite understand. We think it's the music. A lot of times people get it confused and think it's just the music. But I mean, if you're if you're a musician, I guess you can worship through your playing, but at the if the musician is worshiping through his playing, what are the people doing? Are they worshiping? Or are they just enjoying the worship of the music? Okay. So we as the people, we have got to worship as well. Okay, we, we cannot um, let, as the, the scripture said, let the rocks cry out for us. We can't let the organ cry out for us. We have to cry out for ourselves. We have to worship God for ourselves. He's looking for our worship. Okay, he's not looking to, I mean, he hears the music or whatever because the person that's playing may be maybe their form, their form of, of presenting worship to God, but then what about the other people? What are we doing? How are we showing worship to God? Amen. amen. I don't play an instrument. I don't always sing that well either. <laughs> I ain't need no amen from y'all over here. <laughs> but even in my own way, when I do sing, I, I'm singing to to all I have to God. Amen. I'm giving it to him. That's my praise. That's my worship. Yes, Pastor. I think that's
0: important right there where you're at. Uh, God God is not listening to your tone or your pitch. Amen. He's looking at your sincerity.
1: Amen. Yeah. Amen.
0: All right. So I
1: think somebody else
2: was saying something. Is someone else say something? Uh-uh. Oh, Okay. Okay.
1: All right, so let us move on. Anybody else want to share something or have a thought? Nope. Oh, I was talking about David. That's where I was. All right, so Psalms 150, 1 through 6 says, and this is uh, from David. Praise the Lord in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the tremble and dance. Praise him with string instruments and flutes. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him with the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so he went through this whole slew of instruments, but he concluded with let everything that has breath, so instruments don't breathe, but they get their they they're, they're able to be to present sound through the breath, along by through the actions of a person who is breathing. Okay, and so, excuse
2: mm-hmm. me.
1: So therefore, God is looking or uh, listening for our breath, listening for us to praise Him. Okay, He's not just listening. Um, for just the music to play, but he's listening for the for everyone else to do that part too. It's a team. Amen. three code. seven seven three, every
0: code. Verse numbers four nine five. Shout out Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So, we're going to go, continue on with talking about um, praise and worship, and we're going to discuss how. Oh, sorry. We go back to the scripture.
2: Uh,
1: before you move on, i say something. Go ahead. Okay, uh, I okay,
2: I have a question. Okay. I have a question. Go ahead. The worship comes from the heart and not from uh, your actions. So what's the difference between worship coming from your heart and not from your actions and praise? Okay. So praise is to
1: speak well of. When you are praising God, you are talking, you are singing about God and how wonderful he is and what he has done. You... Yes, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. okay, and then we're going into worship worship is for who he is it's a deep respect where you are reverencing him and um excuse me all Reverencing God and esteeming his work, so you're talking about um how Wonderful he is, but when you're praising him, you just talk. You compliment him. Yeah, do me So, can could
0: I, could I chime in?
1: When you when you're praising
0: God, you're you're really um, talking about His mighty works. You're dealing with His mighty works. Um, you're thankful for for what He's done in your life. You're 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 talking about um, how how great He is in his works and his actions when you're worshiping god you're talking about his attributes you, you you um you're chiming in on his attributes god you are holy you are mighty you're majestic you're my you're my god you're my everything um when, when you when you're worshiping god you're talking about who he is and when you worship when you're praising god you, you're talking about what he's done and it all and it all should come from the heart. It all should come but before before it gets to the action. It ought it ought to come from your heart because because you you're talking about when you're praising God, you're talking about what He's done for you. So it's coming from your heart, um, thanking Him and praising Him for what He's done. And when when you know who He is, it's coming from your heart because you you hold Him in high respect. So you telling them who he are, who he is. Amen. So you can do
2: you can do praise mm-hmm. and worship on your own, and you can do it as a congregation.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yes, you can.
0: Yes, you can. Go back because you might not have been there when you're talking about that personal.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just let me, let me go back a little bit. Um, Well, earlier when we started, I was saying that as um, believers, we should have a time that we are in our personal time that we praise God and that we are worshiping him. Uh, When you do that in your personal time, it makes it a lot easier when you come as a congregation. So praise, you're expressing, um, again, a heartfelt gratitude and thanksgiving for all that God has done for us. Okay, it is often physical and a vocal expression of our sincere appreciation. Thank you for my healing. Thank you for my food. Thank you, you know, thank you for life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but then when you go into worship, you're getting past just the things that He has done. Now you're admiring who He is. You're admiring the wonders of His work. You're admiring how the seasons change automatically. There's no clock, there's no timer that, uh, uh, set, that causes them to change. They change because of who he is. We're admiring how he has separated the uh, dry land from the water and they stay separated from each other. We're admiring how wonderful he is in all that he does. So when you get to worship, worship is a deeper level. And you, you're not just thinking about the little things that he's done for you. you, you think thinking about a, a greater level of who God is. Okay. And when you do this, yeah, again, back backtracking. And if you when you do this some, in your personal time, it becomes a lot easier. It's not a chore when you get into the congregation. Um, also um often it's you start off it's easier if you start thanking him to lead into worship. Because not only have to thank him, you're thanking him for being for heal for um uh, for your health. But then going to worship, you're thanking him for your acknowledging as the great healer. So it's not like mm-hmm. when you're in worship, a lot of times we're saying like being in all and all these majestic things. But a lot of things you thank God for to turn into a mm-hmm. worship. You're thanking God mm-hmm. for, I will wake you up this I mean, thanking God for, you know, helping you pay your bills. That's a, in praise. But in worship, you're thanking him for being the great provider. You know, so it's kind of like in school. Have you? I don't know what's the to attitude. To, like you're describing, if you praise God, there's a worship that goes to the actual praise word that you're using for God. So if He woke you up this morning, you could acknowledge Him, thank you for what you love, but you also acknowledge Him as being the Creator. You know, so it's like they kind of go hand in hand. That's why often if you start in praise, you could you end up in worship. Um, thank God for. Um, taking care of your, being a, um, protecting your kids, protecting your family. We know him as the ultimate protector as well. So that's one of his praise, and the other side of his worship. So it's, they kind of line. It's a very fine line. It's just on the way you acknowledge it. I don't know if that explains that
2: clear. Okay. okay. So what? So an unbeliever can worship and praise, and so can a believer. Um. I don't believe they can worship. because if they don't believe, then they're not going to be able to recognize who he
1: is. They can praise, but when it comes to worship, worship is another level. So, most often, most people do praise when something good happens. Thank you for this. Ooh, I thank you. I I made it. This I got this. Thank you for my job. Praise is 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 more more common and most easy, and an unbeliever can pray but a lot of times to get to that worship level it really brings on a relationship okay so that's the key part of worship is you can worship you can say thank you for my healing or thank you for uh, allowing me to get well God, and i'm no longer sick but then when you go to thinking about him as the ultimate healer the doctor above all doctors you have to know him to be able to say that. Okay? You, I mean, you, you have to know him to, to get to that point of
2: reverencing. Yes. Well, the Bible. I'm just saying because an unbeliever might come at me like, well, I'm praising him and I'm believing. So what should I say when they say that?
0: Psalms 150 explains that. Um, yep. The, the song that says, let everything. It has breath, praise the Lord. Everything that breathes have the right to praise God.
1: 9, birds,
0: 150. Psalm one fifty. Psalm uh, one fifty. Okay. the birds have right to praise him. The the, the, the the dogs got a right to praise him, the cows got a right to praise him. The the sinner the man that don't know him in the pardon of their sins, they also have the right to praise him because the psalmist, um, described it and said, Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. And, and we know that um God has put breath in, in every human being. So now mm-hmm. the difference the difference is when you worship God, the Bible said, he that he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. An unbeliever can't worship him in spirit and in truth because they don't they haven't uh received that that part of the spirit yet they haven't acknowledged mm-hmm. that part of the spirit even though god breathes into their nostrils the breath of life amen mm-hmm. and and they and they have a, a, a part of his divinity inside of them they have not acknowledged mm-hmm. it yet so therefore they cannot worship like like the believer amen mm-hmm.
2: yeah. amen it's
0: easy, it's easy even the atheists praise god even the atheists, praise God, they 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 say they don't believe, but you got to believe something exists in order to not believe in it.
2: Now, can they worship him?
0: No, I thought I answered that. They they cannot worship him because they don't have a relationship with him. They don't even if if, if you don't have a relationship with somebody, you don't know them. Okay. Amen. Like. Like there's there's not another man that could come and worship my wife because they don't know her. Okay. Amen. Um, Amen. Um, but I I could talk about all her good attributes because what I have a relationship with her.
2: Okay. Amen.
0: So the same same Amen. way with, with God. Same way with God. Um, uh, people that don't know Him can't talk about His attributes. Truly, now they might have read something about it, but the Bible says, again, he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We're talking about true worship now. We're not, we're not talking about just out of the mouth. We're talking about from the depth of your heart because you know him.
2: Okay.
0: Understand?
1: Okay.
0: So an uh, unbeliever and we have to be careful with that unbeliever thing just because mm-hmm. they haven't joined church don't mean that they're not they not um, that they, they don't believe
2: mm-hmm. they might
0: not just they they might not believe in coming to church mm-hmm. so they have another issue <laughs> amen so we have to be mm-hmm. careful when we to throw people unbelievers they might not have just mm-hmm. accepted but they might be a believer. And there are those that believe and have accepted and still don't go to church. Okay. That's between them and God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen.
1: your right. question and your
2: <laughs> question <laughs> I'm I'm listening. I'm trying to I, get it re-
0: together. Okay. Um. Well, we'll 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 deal with it a little bit deeper at a, at a at a later date. Um. Write all your questions down. Mm-hmm. Write all your questions down that you have about this because I want to make sure we get we get to it.
2: Okay. Amen. Because you have a lot of people that. Believe and they think they worship him. So I want to know the. I don't know.
0: So you you have a lot of people that that that, that believe and they they, they think, think they worshiping. believe
2: or they they think they believe or they say they believe, but are they really worshiping? Well, but they think, think they're worshiping.
0: You have a lot of believers that don't worship God properly. Uh, because they don't understand worship and that that that's one reason why we, we we go into this lesson now so that we can understand worship so that when when it comes down to it we can worship God in spirit and in truth um, like like Pastor Lena was saying in the beginning of the of the lesson um, we, we we have to have a worship and praise, in our personal time, David mm-hmm. David was the apple of God's eye. Uh, the Bible described him as the apple of God's eye and the engraving, engraving of his hand. David was one that didn't need a crowd to praise God. He didn't need a crowd to worship God because he knew about all the things God had done for him. Even when he wrote the 23rd Psalm, he began to worship God, talking about his attributes. The Lord is my shepherd, and because he's my shepherd, I shall not want. He's so good as a shepherd, he makes me lie down in green pastures. This is this is the attributes of God. David is worshiping God even in the song. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. He's, he's worshiping God in the beauty of his holiness.
1: Now, can, I ask uh,
2: one uh, uh-huh. can you think that you are a believer and think that you're worshiping and you're not worshiping properly? Can you, think like that you, can you believe that um, you're a believer and you're not worshiping properly? Or like you that, should? That, there's a lot of us that
0: are guilty of that. There's a lot of us. That feel um, that not worshiping him properly um, or wholeheartedly. Again, the Bible says he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We have to be truthful to ourselves that we that we really know God. And, and then the next thing is we can't judge the next person on their sincerity. Or um, if they are believers, because Mm -hmm. it's a a personal relationship that we all have. So therefore, Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like, take me and my wife, for instance. Can't can't nobody judge me on my love for her, Mm -hmm. because our relationship is personal. Now, on the outside, Mm -hmm. somebody might look and say, he don't really love her. But they'll be they be lying because they don't they don't know the depths of my love.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: the same thing with God,
0: I can't I can't tell you that you don't love God because I don't know the depths of your love for God.
1: Mm-hmm. Some people
0: some people haven't come into the knowledge of how good God has been to them yet, so therefore they can't worship Him like I can, mm-hmm. because I I know I know He's a healer. Mm-hmm. I've, I've experienced him to be a healer. So somebody somebody that haven't acknowledged God as a healer or haven't experienced God as a healer, they won't be able to worship him as a healer like I can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When, 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 when I talk about God being a deliverer, maybe God didn't deliver somebody like he delivered me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they, therefore, they might not be on the same level and and we also have to understand this everybody don't worship everybody don't praise the same way we got mm-hmm. some loud worshipers and some loud praisers and we got some quiet worshipers and some quiet praisers mm-hmm. we we can't we cannot sit back in judgment
1: God mm-hmm. does the judgment.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. Also, I also have to
1: consider the fact that sometimes people don't know how to properly worship and praise God, but wherever they are in worship and praising God, if they are sincere, God still receives it, okay? And so a lot sometimes people may not be in a church or in a position where people, somebody is teaching about praise and worship. And so they praise and worship God the best that they know how. And so they do it at their best. And long as their heart is sincere at that level, God is okay with it. Okay? And mm-hmm. so we have to understand um, all of it is not, none of it is about any of us as individuals as much as it is about our relationship with the Father. Okay? And so mm-hmm. we, again, that's time to say that we can't judge how somebody does it. We just have to uh, do our thing. Amen? Because it's all personal. Mm-hmm. Make sure we are mm-hmm. in the right place. Make sure we are understanding. And if we don't know, then we need to ask questions. We need to seek it out so that we can be better at where we are. Amen? Amen. Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Amen. Any more questions?
2: It you something to think about.
1: <laughs> Say that again.
2: It gives you something to think about. Yes it does.
1: Yes it does. Yes it does. I um Sunday, well, last the week before, um, as I was thinking about the opening of worship service, um, and the Lord gave me that the scripture, Psalms forty seven. And as he gave me Psalms forty seven, Actually, I was right down the street listening to Moody, and, and the Spirit spoke to me about it. Gave me Psalm 47, and we remember when we opened up, it clap your hands, all ye people. You know, shout to the Lord with the voice of triumph, and that was a, a motivation to get us started, to to say this is where we need to be. Um, the, the Bible says, enter into its gates with thanksgiving, so we need to be at this place. You know, and as we're preparing to hear from God through the Word of God, through the man of God, or through the, the sermon that's going to go forth, we get ourselves prepared spiritually so that we can receive what God has for us. Um, a lot of times, people say, "Man, I don't want y'all to go to church for, because I don't get nothing out of church. The preacher just be yelling at us, and quiet folks. Sometimes they sing good, sometimes they don't. Well, you 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 came for the wrong reason, or you didn't come with your heart prepared to the place to Get that seed sown into your heart, okay? You missed out on an opportunity to get something great because your your vision was distorted because you were not prepared to receive. So when we come in with our hearts prepared to receive, we come in with worship, uh, praise on our lips and worship in our heart, we're able to receive that which God has for us.
2: Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that sometimes when you come to church and the Holy Spirit is flowing in the house, it's because of our spirits and our hearts and our minds that's how the Holy Spirit flows? No, the Holy Spirit
1: flows as he will. Mm. You know, it's it's his option, not ours. Now, what we do, we invite him in. And when we invite him man, he's able to to do whatever he wanted to do in a miraculous way, really bring about some healing and some deliverance and some directions. But it's his will, not our will.
2: Hmm.
1: And we receive him right where we are.
0: Some people receive him and some of
1: don't. Some people receive him and some people don't.
0: Depending on your attitude that that you brought in, um, if, Hmm. if you came to receive from the Holy Spirit, then you will receive from the Holy Spirit. If, if you came in uh, not expecting, not expecting from the Holy Spirit, then you won't receive anything from it.
1: Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Any other thoughts before we close? Amen. Well, I pray that something has been said tonight that has encouraged each of you. Um, If you have any more questions, write your questions down so we can discuss them on next week. We're going to continue to study praise and worship to the point that we're going to learn even the proper language, the proper words to use for praise and worship so that we can be a church that is really moving for the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Follow the
1: word of God. Gracious and everlasting, Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you, Lord, even for this fellowship. God, I thank you even for the questions that have been asked to keep the blessing going. Father, God, I'm asking that you will bless each and every person that's listening in on tonight. Bless them, O God, with clarity and understanding of your word. Bless our pastor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. Good night, everybody. They Have a great Good night. night. <laughs> Remember, that
2: my peace and not Amen. 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 Amen